0: Welcome to another episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton.
1: I'm Trisha Campbell.
0: And we're back. Uh, we skipped Thanksgiving. Um, you know, hectic schedules and all that, working the holiday weekend. Uh, we hope you guys uh, out there listening all had a great uh, weekend. If you came to the movies, awesome. If you gave your uh, your theater staff any shit, um, well, shame on shame you, on you uh, especially if you've been listening to this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not terribly eventful at our location, um, at least I didn't think so. We did have a few incidents, not all of them right there on Thanksgiving. So, real quick, when it comes to the holidays, so it used to be our two biggest days of the year were Thanksgiving and Christmas. However, in the past decade or so, it started to shift from being Thanksgiving to Black Friday. Yeah. And this year held true to that. Um and that's just because everybody's moving their their Black Friday deals to Thanksgiving night at six o'clock, so that way nobody gets to go spend finally family time anywhere.
2: Sure.
0: Um, to you guys, we pour out a drink to you. So, uh, but for us, we're open three hundred sixty-five days a year. Um, Thanksgiving Day was pretty uneventful, actually. Uh, kind of an average Saturday is what that would compare to for us. I think
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, we were able to send some people home early. Some people, you know, managers left early, you know, not a big deal. Um, then of course Friday came. And to me, it never felt like we got like super swamped, even though we did about 1500 more people
2: yeah. the
0: next day. So um, for the most part, I think everybody was pretty well behaved. So the week before, however, was frozen to opening weekend. Um, and I know I had issues with one lady, so let me spin you a little yarn here. So, this woman uh, had bought tickets the day before for Saturday, came in, did not have the right show dates. So, she's in somebody else's seat. Best I can do for her is move her down to somebody else's seat and give her some passes to come back to on us. Well, she can't sit on the front row or won't sit on the the front couple rows. I get it. Nobody wants to sit there. However, um, according to her, this happens, quote, every single time we try to come here. So what can you do? Well, I can give you some passes to come back on us. Like I said, I can move you if you want to do that. Otherwise, I can see if there's another showtime we can do. Whatever. So according to her, she bought the tickets yesterday afternoon for the 2 o'clock show the next day. Okay. Well, things can happen when you buy online. You click on the the date, it winds up scrolling back up one or over one or whatever.
1: Well, one thing I know about our website Mm -hmm. is that when you select a future day, when you click on a Showtime and you look at the seats, and then you want to go look at another Showtime and look at the seats there, yeah. when you go back to Showtimes, it doesn't keep you in that day you selected. So say, okay, today's Wednesday. I want to buy tickets for Friday. So I mm-hmm. go in, I select Friday, I select Showtime, I don't like the seats, I want to go look at another one. So I go back to Showtime. It doesn't keep me on Friday. Yeah. It returns on Wednesday. Yes. And explaining this to people, I've had so many customers be like, oh, that's probably what happens. Because a lot of times they're like, well, I bought them Wednesday, but I bought them for today. I'm like, no, you bought them for Wednesday. It's yeah. not Friday. Right. And when you explain that, they're like, oh, oh, that must be what happened. Yeah. Like you have to make sure you're on the right day. Yes. And people don't always do that.
0: Correct. This woman clearly didn't. So so according to her, she bought them the night before, and she made sure that it was this particular day, because this particular day was her daughter's birthday. So she knew it was that day. Okay, cool. Well, if that's how you remembered it. Well, so me giving her passes was not satisfactory enough. She flat out said as she's walking away, we will probably just give them to somebody else, and they can come, because I don't think we're coming back. Well? That's your choice. Bye! Thought I was done with this woman. Nope. She comes back. Can I get a refund instead? Can I just get my money back? Well, no, because you're already well past the show time that you have the tickets for. The system will not let me refund it, period. If you wait, because now I'm getting a line, and so I go, if you can wait just a few minutes, let me get through some of these people, get my line cleared, I'll run and find my boss and I'll see what we can do at this point I'll pass it off to our boss and just say, I'm done. That wasn't good enough either. So she hopped out of the line. I started taking care of customers, and I'm watching her the whole time. She winds up looping around the group of customers that we have lined up, goes back through the ticket taker, and finds our boss. And then proceeds to have a conversation with him. I get done with my, my line. I poke my head out of the box office, see our boss talking to her, and I go, okay, well, I've probably been made the, the villainous asshole of the day, so here we are. Uh anyway, well the next thing I know, she is storming right out the door. I'm going, oh. Cool. So boss man must have said the exact same thing I did. So I went and because when she came back to try and get the refund, she said she bought them at seven o'clock the night before as opposed to the afternoon earlier, which I know is impossible on our system. So go back talk to our boss. And he winds up telling me that yeah, she said she bought him the night before this, that, and the other. He goes, "I'm sure she didn't." I said, "Yeah, she said earlier in the afternoon <laughs> yesterday when she first came to me." Yeah. So her story changed. Yeah. And so he goes, "Yeah, she started trying to give me this big sob story about how, uh, you know, this is the only day off that she's going to have between now and New Year's, and this, that, and the other, and going on and on. And, you know, I've got to work Thanksgiving and blah, blah, blah." Boss looked there and said, "Well, that makes two of us." <laughs> I'm here all week. Yeah, I'll be here on Christmas. I'll be here on New Year's, yeah. you know. We work holidays, so don't try and play that game with us either. We know. Like, you're not going to make us feel bad for you because you have to miss your Thanksgiving or whatever mm-hmm. holiday family get-together, because a lot of us are doing the same thing. Like, some of us had to schedule three Thanksgiving dinners across a weekend yeah. just to get everybody in. You know, so... Anyway, so that was the one I really had to deal with. Other than that, like I said, I think Thanksgiving went pretty smoothly for us, or at least on my shifts. I don't know. You worked opposite me all week.
1: Yeah. That that weekend, no. I can't think of anything
0: mm-hmm. all that crazy. Yeah.
1: The only one I dealt with wasn't even frozen weekend. It was Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say it was it was Black Friday that night. Yeah. I was in box office and I hear someone go up to my other box employee and say that they had an issue and they ended up with two sets of tickets and only one they wanted a refund. Right. Well, this particular employee is also a bartender and therefore has refund capabilities to know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I don't think much of it. I have a message I need to relay to manager that's in concession. So there's like this couple is the only people in the lobby. So yeah. I'm like, I'll be right back. Go run back there and tell her. Suddenly, she comes up, and she goes, um, they're not happy about that they can't get the, the IT fee refunded. They want to talk to you.
2: Yeah.
1: So there's nothing I can do. Here's the email address of our district manager if they don't like the policy. hmm She says, okay. She walks away. Not even 20 seconds later, she's back. She says, they're not happy that they want to talk to you. So I have to go up there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I found out after the fact that it was the boyfriend who had bought the tickets. Mm-hmm. It was the girlfriend that was chewing me out. And the boyfriend the whole time is staring at the counter looking so embarrassed. Yeah. He is not happy that this is happening. Sure. But, so I was like, I'm so sorry, but we are not able to refund the ITV. Yeah. It's against policy. It's not possible. We're unable to do it. because I get that. She told me that. But I'm saying, can't you do something for me? Like... A credit or a gift card or something? No. No. Also, my employee told me after the fact that she had told her that it is not possible to load a gift card without corresponding money in the register. Right. Which is true. I can't just ring up a gift card for what I'm No. And just ring it up for free. Right. It, I, I can't do that. Yeah. But this lady will not. Let it go. Let it go.
0: She's <laughs> Frozen. She's
1: She's anyway. like, I don't want to email somebody and I have to wait days and days just to get $3 back.
0: Well, then why are you arguing? Right. Give it up.
1: And we keep going back and forth. And I, I keep telling her there's nothing I can do for her. And finally, a line starts to form in, in the lobby, like a significant line. So finally, I open the door. I hand her $3. And I say, fine, here's $3. But in, no, in the future, this will not happen again. We cannot refund the the IT fee. And that's it. Well, she's still unhappy, And she's like, well, I'm still going to email him because this is ridiculous.
0: Okay. That's fine. Email you do line. that.
1: The thing is, they told uh, said Blurry that our system messed up, which is what she kept telling me. Mm-hmm. That is not possible because this wasn't a, I have one set of tickets. I got charged twice. Yeah. Which has happened occasionally because they get the pending charges and they don't yep. understand it's going to fall off. Right. This was, they had two sets of tickets as in two different seats. Yeah. So they were, that means they went in twice, and yeah. they rang it through twice. Yes. Which the first thing she said was, we didn't think it went through, so we went in again. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your fault. That's not our system's fault. Yeah. That's your fault that you didn't get an email the second it went through, and so you were convinced that it didn't go through. And right. you decided to do it again. Yeah. That's not my fault. That's not our system's fault. Our system didn't screw up. Yeah. But this lady, I mean, it was $3. She was harassing me over 3
0: dollars. She wants her $3, it wasn't Trisha. It was
1: her $3. It was her boyfriend's
0: $3. Do you think she was a paperboy in a John Cusack movie in a previous life?
1: And when I talked to said employee, again, she said that when she first said that fee cannot be refunded, the boyfriend said, okay. Yeah. And didn't mind. Said, whatever. It's fine. No big deal. It was the girlfriend that threw a fit. The yeah. girlfriend who didn't even spend that $3.
2: Right.
1: I think and what I'm convinced and what I told when I emailed a district manager so he would know what was going on if this lady mm-hmm. didn't email him is that I was convinced she wanted something free. Yeah. Because she thought she'd either get free tickets or we do have coupons for free lunch popcorns. Yeah. But I'm not giving her something worth anywhere from 10 to almost $20. Right. Because she was out – because her boyfriend was out $3.
0: Yeah.
1: It ain't happening. You're sure. not getting free stuff because what's going to stop you – From doing this again yeah and apparently she was offered um instead of a refund to be given readmits and it would have been ultimate readmits which would have been worth significantly more than they purchased if they just would have been nice about it right but instead she said no that wasn't good enough she wanted the refund and she wanted the it fee to be refunded yeah that ain't happening
0: yeah. Well, you're a better so person. She got her
1: refund and she yeah. got $3 cash, which yeah. I told her I wasn't supposed to do and that I could get in trouble for it, which is not a lie. Right. I'm not supposed to just pull cash out of the door and hand it to customers. Yeah.
0: You're a better person than I am because I looked at her and said, I'm not refunding you $3. I can't refund you $3. If you want the $3 that bad, go through these <laughs> um, proper channels. But otherwise, we're done here. I need to take care of these customers.
1: The next day, our district manager was at the theater. Yeah. And I was so tempted to ask about it, but I decided to let it go. If he wasn't going to bring it up, I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, I'd have
0: asked. I'd have <laughs> asked.
1: I was really curious, not going to lie.
0: Yeah. I Because I he
1: didn't even respond to the email and say, okay, thanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will I will give. But I if will, I was
1: going to get in trouble for this, I would have gotten in trouble already. So right. He uh, would have said something to me that night. Oh,
0: absolutely. I will give the district so, manager that we have this.
1: She either chickenette out and didn't do it because she didn't get what she wanted. Or she got
0: her $3 it. and decided to let it go. Or boyfriend talked her out of it. Or
1: boyfriend talked her out of it, or just her manager did respond and just told her
0: to get lost. Yeah.
1: Because I guarantee you he didn't give her the $3, especially after I said I gave her
0: $3. Right. You got what you wanted, so why are you still going on about it? Yeah. Here's what I really hope.
1: <laughs> Not only did you get what you wanted, but you got the manager to break policy to give you what you wanted. Yes. What more do you want?
0: Yeah. Uh like I again, I'll give our district manager credit because while yeah, he drives us nuts about certain things, which I'm not going to get into in this show. Uh, again, once they trace it back to us, <laughs> I still need my job. So, but I will say that when it comes to situations like that, he typically does have our back. Yeah. So uh, and so, I, I got to give him credit for that.
1: As long as we give him the heads up before the customer contacts him.
0: Yeah. So he,
1: he knows what happened before yeah. they start complaining at him. Right. Usually we don't really hear much after that. No. He deals with it. That's the end of it.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, you had that last night, uh, while working, I had this one. So we have reserved seating. We've, I think we've clarified that on the show a million times, but here's another million and one. Uh, so these guys bought tickets to queen and slim last night. Um, wind up watching their movie. They come out to me after the movie to let me know that the seat that they sat in, one of them, was not operating, like, broken, to the point where, like, the back of the chair seat is actually separating from the the, the seat. It just needs to be slid back into place. But um, they sat in this chair, and I said, okay. So I gave them some readmit passes. So come back on us. I apologize for that. I'm going to take a look at that, see what's going on with it. Well, come to find out that that seat... One, they didn't pay for it. They paid for the ones next to it. And two, it's marked as broken, so they couldn't have bought it. And so I asked them about it, and they go, well, I think we had these. I said, okay, do you have your ticket stubs with you? Take their ticket stubs. It is the two seats next to that broken seat. So I asked them about it. Of course, again, it doesn't really matter. They've got the freebie out of me. But I'm going to at least say, I'm on to you. So that way, next time. You did
1: not pay for the seat.
0: Right. So what happened? Well, there was somebody sitting in those seats, so we sat in these seats. And I'm going, okay, next time, please, for the love of God, come out here and tell us, so that way we can take care of it. Or just ask them to move. Most people will go, oh, okay, well, I'm in the wrong seat. The end. I I
1: ended up... We had this happen once, that it was a whole series of people that sat in the wrong seats because someone was in their seat. And the ending result was a lady who showed up late and didn't have a seat. And I got called racist because I wouldn't stop the movie to turn on the lights yeah. and move all these people. Yeah. Because my solution is always going to be piss off the least amount of people I can if someone's going to be pissed off. Absolutely. Do I piss off the one mom and child who showed up super late for a sold-out show and something happened? Or do I piss off an entire theater, one of our bigger theaters, yeah. by moving a ton of people? Yeah. And our district manager happened to be there that day and he ended up taking care of it. Mm -hmm. And because I gave the lady refunds, but she was still complaining. Yeah. But because I went in and I even went in, like she said, I have, we have these seats. I go in and there's two people sitting there and they said, well, we have these seats, but someone's there. So I go to their seats and I'm like, well, we have seats down the row, but someone's in those seats. I'm like, already I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. The actual movie has started. Yeah. So I tried to find this lady seats, but it was, I want to say it was Incredibles. Yeah. And again, it was like sold out like everywhere, and the lady was pissed. And yeah, I got accused of being racist that I didn't want to help her. I must not have wanted to help her because I must have been racist. And of our course. district manager was like, and in fact, to the point of our district manager told me that he offered to go in and stop the movie, turn the lights on, and rearrange everyone. And she said, "Oh no, I don't want you to do that."
0: Then what are you bitching about? Then
1: what were you yelling at me for?
0: Yeah. See, and that's, again, district manager, I have to applaud him because that's exactly what I would have done. Uh, and I know that would have pissed everybody off. But I'd have made it a point to say, by the way, if you want to be mad at anybody, be mad at the people that don't want to look at their actual yeah. ticket and go sit where they're supposed to sit.
1: Like, if someone's in your seat, yeah, tell them to move or come get us. Yes. I will never understand the people that see someone's in their seat and they just sit somewhere
0: else. Yes. Yeah. You, you, you would like, sit there and argue with somebody at, at a concert or whatever about your assigned seat. Why would you not do it at the movie theater?
1: Yeah. Especially for a movie you know is going to be busy and you know it's sold out.
0: Exactly. Well, you know. I also had a lady last night tell two of our employees that they they offer terrible customer service. And uh, all because they didn't get offered the free popcorn that we offer out on our special day. So we have a day for our rewards member. You buy a ticket. You get a cheap ticket, one. Two, you get a free little bitty box of popcorn that we're going to try and upsell you on. It's just the way of the world. Well, they decided to sign up before they bought their tickets, which, okay, fine, cool. We'll get them plugged in so that way we can do that. Guys did that. And then they sold them. Before they got signed up, they sold them a small popcorn at full price. We have popcorn discounts on this day, too, with your membership. So sold them the full-price popcorn. They come back just before the movie starts and say, wait a minute, after looking at the card that they already filled out their information on, and say, aren't we supposed to get these for- popcorns for free with each ticket? Yes, they are. So I have to go do the refund. And the entire time I'm doing the refund, they are, this woman is going off on my two employees about how they offer terrible customer service, and this is just ridiculous, and you know, y'all know, you are trying to scam me out of this, that, and the other. And I'm sitting there going, you know what? You should have looked at the card sooner. You didn't get the popcorn in hand because you wanted to wait till just before your movie started after you paid for it. So, which I'm going to start telling our employees: do not do that. So,
1: I feel like it's common sense.
0: Yeah, but no, nah, let's see, these employees—you know who they are. I, I, I just uh, uh, floors me at how entitled people think they are. Yes, I get it. You're supposed to get these things. Do you have to act like an asshole about it?
1: I never understand the people that they, you know, you—they you, ask about the the loyalty program and you give them the whole spiel and yes. they and you they're like okay how do I sign up and you say you can either fill out this card and turn it in now or you can go online and, yeah and you can sign up and they say oh okay I'll sign up online later and they're like okay and they're really? like, can I do I get points for this right now no no or the people or I've had one people that are like can I get points for the times I've been here before
0: Not no <laughs> you have a weak window that we if can get that info back in. If you hand me
1: your card right now, yeah, I will add your points. Yes. That's the deal. Yes. If you fill it out and you give it to me right the second, yep. I can attach your receipt to it and I can add the points as soon as it's in the system. The second you walk away from me, yeah. that's off the table. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sit here and keep this stack of receipts on the off chance you might come in. Right. And I can't just willy-nilly add points that you say, oh, I spent this much in the past. That's not yeah. the way it works. That I had this spiel with, and she asked out, can I get points for tonight? And I said, and I, like, the shift had just started, so she was turning, I think she was cutting it close on her movie, so it's mm-hmm. like, I will save this receipt. If you come find me yeah, after your movie and turn your card into me, I will give you points for this transaction. Yeah. That's about as far as I'll go. And that's yeah. only because she was being super nice. Yeah. She never came back out and found me. So that receipt got tossed, and I hope she doesn't try to come back and get points for that, because I told you what you needed to do to get the points, and yeah. you didn't do it. So, oh, sorry, what? can't help you. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the people that try to get points for, like, everything they've ever spent there.
0: Yeah. Like, no,
1: that's not how it works. You should have signed up a right. long time ago then.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. No. Well, yeah, but I, well, I just, I thought it was just absolutely ridiculous of this woman to sit there, because all because they, quote-unquote, or they, they, to me, I'm going to not say, quote-unquote, To me, they did not jump up and serve her fast enough. So it's a Tuesday night, and it's quiet. You're you're walking in the door, and you're taking your sweet time. I ain't jumping up on the line quick enough either. So it is what it is. But, yeah, I just – people astound me at how they want to behave about certain things. Uh, But, of course, she works in customer service too, so she knows how it is, and we need to offer better customer service and this, that, and the other. I'm sitting on – I guarantee you, if I come into my job, into your job, and act the way that you're acting right now, I ain't going to get shit. The people that
1: are immediately like, well, I work in customer service, too, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. If you honestly worked in customer service, you would not be acting
0: that. way Something tells me if you do.
1: The the people who honestly work in customer service Mm -hmm. tend to be the best customers because they understand. When I go someplace, like, I I went and got coffee before Mm -hmm. I came over here. line was moving a little slow. Yep. Happens. Get it? It's it's about that time people are getting off work. Like, yeah, I get it. People need a little pick me up. I mm-hmm. oh, wait patient. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. Yep. I get up to the window and the the poor barista's like, and she tells me my toll, and she goes, "I'm so sorry about the wait." And I'm like, "You're fine. It happens. It's not your fault." Yeah, you can't make it go faster.
0: Nope. No. No, I have found that uh, servers and bartenders tend to be the uh, the best people to deal with when I, there's a customer situation or service situation going on. If this woman is either, um, you get I don't so th-
1: much more when you're nicer. It's true. I remember going to I was going to I think I was at like a McDonald's mm-hmm. grabbing food, and uh, I ordered chicken nuggets, and they asked me to pull forward. I get it. You got to drop fresh. Yep. Made me wait a few minutes. Happens all, not all the time. Well, it
0: happens. It happens enough.
1: enough that I get it. So I pull up and it was busy. Yeah. Both lines going. Like there was a bunch of people. I get it. So I wait and I wait and I wait. Eventually we're pushing almost 10 minutes and I'm like, uh,
2: to the point, I
1: waited a lot longer than most people would have. Cause I was yeah. like, okay, they're kind of backed up, but I'm like, it doesn't take this long no. to drop a batch of nuggets or a batch of fries and cook it up and have it ready to go. Right. So I pull out and pull back around into the parking lot and I go in, which the lobby's like empty. I'm just too lazy to get out of my car half the time. So I go in and I'm like, I was just at the drive-thru and I got told to pull up and wait for nuggets, and I've been waiting for a while. Manager happened to be behind the counter, kind of in between mm-hmm. the counter and the drive-thru. And she looks at me and she's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, no, I, I I get like I, I wasn't even I didn't even like go in like angry. I was just like, Yeah, can I get my food now? Yeah. She just immediately whips around and starts chewing all the drive-through employees' asses. Yeah. Like, she is just handing it to them. I'm like, want my food? Yeah. Eventually, she turns around and she's like, she goes and gets food. She goes, I, I upgraded you to a large fry for the trouble. I'm like, you know, all those fries, but
0: thank you. Thank
1: you. I don't even finish the medium half the time. Right. I'm like, but I appreciate the effort to put yeah. me into it. But I was like, imagine if I would have come in and they're just yelling and screaming. They're just going like, want your food. Yeah. But no, the nicer customers get a lot more out of me than the ones who throw a fit.
0: It's true. It's true. Like I said, but that lady the lady would,
1: with her with her it fee refund. Like, yeah, we were prepared to give her if they would have agreed to just get remits for the two tickets instead of the refund. they would yeah. have gotten the best ones we they could get, which would have gotten them into the shows worth way more than what they. Paid well, yeah, them. they
0: basically would have gotten they uh, would have gotten at most more. about forty dollars worth of tickets just yeah. right there. Yeah, for less than what they they paid. Yeah, so.
1: But she threw a fit, and the longer you throw a fit, the more I'm going to try to give you as least, least as possible.
0: It's true. And like I said, you're a better person Especially than I am. Especially
1: if you've been told that it's against policy and there's no way to do what you're asking us to do. Right. I'm so, I'm going to keep fighting you. Yeah. And the only reason she got the $3 was because I needed her to move, and I knew she wasn't going to. She was going to park herself at that register. Yeah. And, and Until she got something.
0: Yeah. Oh I, I, yeah, I would have said you can either move
1: if, without your three dollars. If our boss would have been there that day, I mm-hmm. would have walked away and I would have gone to get him. Yeah, made him.
0: If I had been there, you could have let me handle it. I'd have said exactly. you need to either move without right. your three dollars or Maybe. flat out leave, and be asked yeah. to leave without your three dollars. So. Yeah, like I said, you're a better mm-hmm. person. than I am because I would not have caved. So
1: yes, if you have an issue, be nice, be patient. Yeah, you'll get a whole lot more
0: for it. That's true. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, uh, we got a few things to talk about. Um, Mina Masood apparently can't get an audition uh, after having the success of Aladdin this past summer. Adam Sandler's threatening to make another bad movie if Uncut Gems does not get awards recognition this season. Uh, and a few other things. So we'll be right back. Alright, we're back. So, uh, I saw this headline yesterday or today, and I said, oh, we've got to talk about it. Uh, Aladdin star Mina Massoud hasn't gotten a single audition since the Disney remake was released. BS. Uh, no,
1: I believe him, but it sucks. It's yeah,
0: okay.
1: I'm, I'm, calling, I'm, I'm saying it's VS that he has that have
0: Okay, I was just like, damn, Trish. No, Wait, I believe what? him. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he does the have a show... We
1: already know that studios tend to be very racist
0: yes uh well you and i first discovered him i say discovered him on jack ryan uh (laughs) Ah, that first season where he he made an appearance uh and he was great on that so for him to come into aladdin which well i didn't think the movie was all that great i liked it i didn't love it uh he was the best part of it um like if you're going to cast a live action aladdin he was it um yes anyway so yeah uh but according to cinema blend uh he was catapulted to worldwide fame earlier this year when he starred in aladdin as the eponymous street rat uh and you'd think that starring in a remake of such a beloved disney movie would open doors to numerous opportunities for the actor but according to massoud he has he's had no luck securing auditions ever since aladdin dropped in theaters as massoud put it uh and i hope i'm pronouncing it right uh i'm kind of tired of staying quiet about it i want people to know that it's not always dandelions and roses when you're doing something like aladdin he must have made millions. He must be getting all these offers. It's none of those things. I haven't had a single audition since Aladdin came out. Uh, he went on to further say that uh, he wasn't ungrateful for his time on that. Yeah. But
1: No, I believe him because mm-hmm. the same thing happened to Dev Patel after Swampunk Millionaire. Correct. He had this huge movie that mm-hmm. everyone was raving about and they were saying how great mm-hmm. he was. And then months and months and months <laughs> go by and he finally had to be like, I'm not getting auditions. I'm not getting cast. No one is
0: yeah. willing to even see me. Yeah, um, But yeah, he said, He said, quote, it's wild to a lot of people. People had these ideas in their head. It's like I'm sitting here being like, okay, Aladdin just hit a billion dollars. Can I at least get an audition? Like, I'm not expecting you to be like, here's Batman, but can I just get in the room? Yeah. Like, can you just give me a chance? So it's not always what you think. Um, yeah, no, this is not, not unusual. And I, I think it's awful that it keeps happening. Um, you know, but... You would think that somebody who, again, was the breakout star of that movie, uh, well, I say that, I know a lot of people were going on about Marwan Kenzari Kin- uh, as Jafar, I didn't think he was all that great, well, I, he was fine, he was, he was miscast, um, but, you know, arguably, he was the person for it. But he, yeah, like I said, it wasn't anything that he did wrong, I just didn't think he was right for he the He wasn't, um, why am my- I... Oh, dead fair. He, he wasn't no dead fair. <laughs> he
1: just wasn't Dead Fair. That was that
0: was his only fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, like I said, he's not he's not completely without. He does have a new uh, a new Hulu show that actually starts this Friday called *Reprisal* that he's in with Abigail Spencer and David Desmalchin. Um, so it's not like he hasn't yeah. gone without a job. Uh, it's just not being able to get in for the parts. You know.
2: Yeah.
0: And we've talked on the show a lot about having. Being kind of diverse and and being willing to kind of open those doors for, for those actors of color. Why this hasn't happened for him yet, I don't know. So, um, However, this isn't the only time that something like this has happened. It's not quite the same situation, but I found a, a related article that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Laura Dern did not work for a year in spite of Jurassic Park success. And there's a reason for that. So, in the 90s, she was she did Jurassic Park, which yeah. was huge, obviously. She also uh, did a bunch of independent films in that time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got... Uh, she'll be in Little Women, which comes out next month. Or this month. So, however... Um, the late 90s, after Jurassic World... Or Jurassic Park, um, she stopped getting calls. And it's because she took part in the 1997 episode of Ellen with Ellen DeGeneres called the puppy episode. It's the one where Ellen came out as oh, gay Oh man! and she, so Laura Dern played an out and proud lesbian woman named Susan who inspires Ellen to make history on television. Um, and so this wow. is a quote from her. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, she said it, it was significant. It was significant because I was doing successful independent movies and only months before that I was in Jurassic Park, the most successful movie ever. So it was like, you're being offered this, you're being offered that, and it just stopped, which is kind of wild. By good fortune of the long path of a career, you can look back and say how great to have it be, or have it to be felt, how backward we are. Uh, I took time off when I had my son, and I feel like, in a way, it gave room for less opportunity. I will say for women, it's hard to take time off by choice, because then you feel like you have to start all over when you're coming back to something. So, yeah, she didn't have another role until 1999 when she was in October Sky. Wow. So, yeah. Um, of course, now she's obviously back in the limelight. She's, uh, she was just in The Last Jedi. She's coming back for Jurassic World 3 or Jurassic Park 6, however you want to look at it. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like, like Mina Masood will, will get noticed again and will get to come back out there. And I hope soon. Um, again, I thought it was great As as
1: you hope that it's because people are just assuming he's getting inundated. So they're like, oh, he won't do this. Like, Yeah. But let's be real. It's Hollywood.
0: Right. And I guarantee you... It's a bunch
1: of stuffy white dudes that don't want to see people that aren't like them
0: succeed. Right. Um, so there,
1: be, there may be some that are like, oh, he won't do this. There's probably a lot that are just like, no, no. We want a white dude.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... I'm hoping that Disney, or even Marvel, here in the near future, you know, well, any of those camps, will be willing to work with him. Granted, I know he probably didn't make near as much as everybody seems to think he did off of Aladdin. I guarantee you he didn't, just because it's he's Disney. a new name. It's yeah. Disney. It's a new name. And the only person collecting a massive paycheck on the movie okay. is a little little actor known as Will Smith. So, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah. we'll we'll keep an eye on that just to see see what comes of it now that he's come out and spoken. There was another thing to that. So because uh, I Googled him after I was trying as I was trying to find that story. Mm-hmm. Let me pull this up. Apparently, Masood has actually started a uh, a charitable foundation, hold on, dedicated towards yeah, here we go. It's this tweet from today. The EDA foundation is what it's called. Let me pull this tweet up real quick and I'll read it to you. Um Come on. Catch up. Sorry, guys. You can play the Jeopardy theme while you're waiting.
1: Say, I know he's, like, I think he's vegan, and he talks a lot about, like, vegan recipes and restaurants and, like, basically, like, how to go
0: vegan. Okay, so this is uh, the EDA Foundation. He says, I'm proud to have founded the EDA Foundation to help jumpstart the careers of young, ethnically diverse artists and give them the opportunities they deserve. As it's Hashtag Giving Tuesday, it's Wednesday, guys. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm giving them a shout out and sharing this link so you can help them too. Um, and, Of course, as of right now, like according to the link on here, they are helping, uh, kind of starting with Canadian actors, ethnically diverse Canadian actors. Which he's
1: Canadian, makes yeah,
0: sense. yep, absolutely. Start at home, yep, grow from there. Yeah, um, I just I saw that and I thought that was uh, pretty cool on his part because yeah. um, I'm one of those who has said because uh, I noticed there's been kind of a lot of.
1: Well, there's, there's, Talk on Twitter. There's been a lot of movement as far as black actors. Sure. Like there, I feel like we've gotten some. Not, not that there's not way further to go, but right. We've, there's there's some black writers, directors, producers mm-hmm. that have worked their way up and started giving opportunities for you know, for them. Mm-hmm. But we have not seen the same happen with other people of color. Right. From the Middle East, mm-hmm. from, you know, Central and South America. Yeah. Even from Asia, there's still a lot of issues within the Asian community in getting cast. Correct. <laughs> so there's been there's, some steps in the right direction, but there's right. still a long way to go.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. So what, my, liked
1: about, what was that the movie with the, the cop whose niece gets killed?
0: Oh, we talked about it on the yeah. show. Uh, yeah. What was
1: the name of that movie?
0: Oh, my God. Why can we not remember it? Um
1: But that's one of the things I commented on is that, that honestly could have been a you could have passed any sort of race in that role. Yeah. Uh that it wasn't hyper specific and that I appreciated that.
0: Right. Uh, and that's so that was one of the things I saw on Twitter this week. Uh so I've been following this. We need um, more movies like that. We do. And I'm uh, I'm going back to the We also need the
1: specific ones for yes. for these various <laughs> Hey,
0: hey, 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 hey. Come
1: on. But there's no on. reason why we can't past actors of color into roles that aren't specifically meant for them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Uh, not like we need to make a whole bunch of movies about Mexicans and about, you know, people from the Middle East. Right. We don't need a bunch of crazy rich Asians. We need just more diverse
0: movies in general. Sure. Um, I'm trying to find this movie that we, that we watched that we really liked and I cannot seem to find it. I don't know why we had it. Uh, it'll come to me like in the middle of our next segment, I'm sure. Probably. Um, but no, one of the, don't let go. That's what it was called. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, my God. And we liked it. Uh, yeah. we, couldn't, we obviously didn't like it that much cause we couldn't remember the damn title.
1: Uh, no. Cause someone, someone asked about black and blue and thought that it was that movie.
0: Mm. They were, they okay. box. Gotcha. I was like, Oh
1: no, 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 it's a different movie. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> uh, no. So, uh, I've been following another podcast. Uh, So I'm going to give a fat shout out to these guys. Uh, It's called uh, in the cut. I believe it is. Um, And basically it's a a group of African-American folks. It's as they describe it, it's kind of a, uh, a barbershop kind of conversation (laughs) about pop culture or whatever they want. And I, I genuinely enjoy it because it kind of gives you another perspective on, um, on those types of things. But because of them, I'm starting to see uh, through our Twitter feed Mm -hmm. more, uh, more tweets about how there's not enough stories out there that are just they cast people yeah. of color yeah. in one way or another that aren't directly about, you know, their skin tone.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, case in point, we had Queen and Slim come out this weekend. That is very much a story about, you know, yeah. based on it's about the race. the black experience. Yes. Um, and
1: I'm not saying we don't need those.
0: No, we absolutely do. But yeah,
1: that can't be the only outlet.
0: Yeah, sorry, it's called the Cut Podcast, is what it's called. Um, but yeah, so because of that, I'm starting to see more, more conversation about it. Yeah, um, and how yeah we we want more movies where it's not just about the black experience. We yeah. just want to see more people of color just doing the same thing white people are doing in their movies. For every Queen you know? of Slim,
1: we also need a Don't Let Go.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's, I, I think that's, that's, we've got to get there. And like, Don't Let Go is a step in the right direction. Is, no. Was it the greatest movie? No. Again, we couldn't remember the damn title of it. But it was a good enough movie that I said, I would say hey, more was, of that. That
1: was several months ago.
0: It's, well, that's the thing. We watched a lot of movies this year. Yes. So, and we'll continue to do so yeah. for the foreseeable future. Um But yeah, it's one of those conversations that's constantly coming up to where I go, you know, maybe the people of color need to start helping, start writing, not start helping, but start writing and start trying to produce their own things. You know, Tyler Perry, as much grief as I want to give him over the Medea movies, the dude just opened his own studio in Atlanta and it's bigger than any, you know, Warner Brothers or Paramount's. You know, lots as it is. I
1: feel like Jordan Peele's on his way.
0: Jordan Peele's another one that's doing that. Um, You know, whereas Get Out's very much still, you know, bound by race. I don't think Us was.
1: No. But I think one thing that Jordan Peele does really well is that he makes movies about black people that are for, not for everyone. That sounds bad. But are accessible. Yes, to everyone. Yeah, because movies like Queen and Slim, like, I would, I would like to watch it, and I know several people that you know. Yeah, I like, want to see not it. Like it was only black people going to see it. It was heavily black people going to see it, but right, it that may not be as relatable. Yeah, because I have not lived that experience. I, I can't really.
0: Well, and I said the same thing after that. But
1: right. it's, it's, it's more something I, I, I need to watch. Then I'm going to be like, oh, I get that. Yeah, and again, we need both. Yeah. But that's what's been nice about, like, Get Out and Us
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that it's a it's about black people, but yeah. it could be about anybody. Well, um, it's, it's accessible to everybody.
0: To go back to Disney, and I yeah, mean. We need a
1: mix of all these right. different types.
0: Uh, to go back to Disney, they, you know, I have to give them props because they were kind of ahead of all this at least once. It didn't work out uh, the way they wanted it to. But The Princess and the Frog in 2009 is a great Disney flick. And it's, mm-hmm. it is straight up a Disney flick. Yeah. Featuring people of color in the in the leads, and you know that's that's great that you know somebody's a little girl who can go and see a princess that looks like her for a change. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, they did that too, and Mulan as well. Um, you know, little things like that. We're waiting to see more. Of. So <laughs> sorry,
1: I'm just thinking about the people who are in a fit about Ariel and yeah. trying to complain about. What about us gingers? Um, hello, Merida. Uh, yeah, Merida exists. Right, she may be the yeah, Pixar one. princess. But she's officially a Disney princess. I was gonna say. And she's ginger. So
0: not Anna Ariel from Ariel Frozen? has
1: Crayola red hair. Yeah. Stop coming at me with this ginger crop. She's yeah. not ginger. No. Merida is ginger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think and we'll... a badass, so. I don't
1: know what you're complaining about. Fair
0: enough. Whereas Ariel's a sixteen year old Brat. Do you really want that?
1: That's whining about how daddy won't let her go marry a human.
0: It's true. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, but no, I, I, I think that we're starting to head in that direction. We yeah. just need more of it, and Hollywood needs to – it's kind of like with the Academy and how they've been trying to nominate more diverse uh, actors for roles. Yeah. you got to start moving all the old white people out. Sorry, old white people. Uh, I know, I know, y'all are sick of hearing OK Boomer, but y'all guys got to go. So uh, so we're going to move on from that, but we'll keep an eye keep an eye on me on the suit and just see what, what his career entails. And we'll also be on the lookout for more movies. Like don't let go um, okay. that we can, that we can share. Cause uh, you know, we like movies of all types. Like I love barbershop. I can't relate to the experience of going to a black barbershop, but I love the idea yeah. of going into one and getting to see that kind of camaraderie and that kind of uh, conversation happen. That's why I actually kind of dig the the Cut podcast. So um, check them out. If you're, if you're looking for something to kind of similar to what we do, but Different and definitely from a different perspective. So, um, all right. So moving on. Uh, so Adam Sandler, I mentioned this before the break, uh, good old Adam Sandler, uh, who had a run there of good dramas back in the mid to late two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, such as punch, drunk love, Reno Over me, funny people. Um, has gone back. He's got this deal with Netflix where he's just making these terrible comedies. I
1: think Click was marketed wrong. It Was marketed as comedy, but it was actually a lot more emotional. Than I like the trailers. Let on. Not saying yeah. that it's like the greatest movie ever. No, movie, no, no. It, it was. You go into it expecting just yeah. another Adam Sandler comedy, and you realize that it's a lot deeper than that.
0: Right. So, uh, yeah. No, I I, I thought Click was fine. It wasn't my favorite of his. Um, no, he's no, he's no, done no. better things, but Click wasn't bad. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that was kind of it. Well, yeah. The transitions into yeah. Well, a little more. Yeah, an attempted transition. Right. So,
0: so here lately, he's been doing these terrible comedies for Netflix as part of his deal. I get it. You got to make money. I'm not. I'm not even mad about it. I'm just choosing not to watch them. Uh, and that doesn't say. Doesn't mean I won't go and watch an Adam Sandler Sandler comedy. Last one I went to see in theaters was Pixels, which I know everybody wants to shit on, but I had a blast watching it. I know it's not good, but I had a blast I watching watch it. So that, I can't. Yeah, it's fine. It's fun. It's it's entertaining. I didn't hate it. Um, then I'll
1: probably like it because yeah, if it's entertaining, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, it is. So it's it, it's it, Yes, it's no. It's 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 genuinely like silly and fun. So, um, but so Adam Sandler's got a new movie coming out this month called uh, Uncut Gems, where he plays a New York diamond district dealer uh, that goes down a dangerous rabbit hole. Um, a lot of rave reviews for his, for the movie and for his performance so far at, at all the, the festivals going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could be kind of in the run with, you know, whoever gets nominated. Phoenix, DiCaprio. Um, I'm hoping either Bale or Damon or both. Um, his name could be in there. Uh, however, so somebody, somebody asked him about it. And so this is what he said. And I feel like he's joking. It's Adam Sandler. I don't think you'll ever get a straight answer out of that man. (laughs) He goes, if I don't get it, I'm going to fucking come back and do one again. That is so bad on purpose just to make you all pay. That's how I get them. Uh, to me, that just sounds like typical Adam Sandler. Um, sounds like like when I first saw the headline. Yeah. When I, when I first saw the the headline, I went, that doesn't sound like something Adam Sandler would say. Like I could see him saying it, but I got to get some context.
2: Um,
0: so, yeah, he was joking in a recent appearance on the Howard Stern show. Uh, so, or was he? Uh, yeah, like I said, he's, again, I'll give him props. He makes movies that I'm not watching anymore. As, as much as I love The Waterboy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, like all those from like the late 90s and a few yeah. in the early 2000s. And then, like I said, those dramas there in the, the mid to late 2000s, he hasn't done anything lately that I just absolutely have to go out and see, besides Pixels.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so he's doing another kind of dramatic film. I don't know, like, the thing is, is that he makes the joke, I can almost picture some asshole in Hollywood saying something like that just to get a rise out of people.
1: Yeah.
0: It could just be Adam Sandler doing that, but I don't I can't know. not believe it. Yeah, so I don't know any any yeah, thoughts when on that. Yeah, I first
1: heard it. I was like, I saw the I eye roll.
0: Freaking, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but with that context, I'm like, okay, he wasn't serious. Yeah. not really. No,
0: no. Um, and you know, there's there's plenty of other comedians that have you know He's just gone up poking for that. fun of himself. Oh, absolutely, and I and I think that's great. So I just I I hope that I didn't. I I did. I absolutely clickbaited everybody on that when I mentioned it. I apologize, guys. So can
2: admit
0: it. Yeah, I do admit it. So um, yeah. Uh, okay, so in a little more somber news, though, uh, I didn't see this until just before you came over. And it's something that kind of relates to what we do as well. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole gun control debate or whatever, but Monday night in York, Pennsylvania, uh, there was a shooting at a movie theater there. Um, so, yeah, West Manchester Township Police are currently looking for the suspect after 22 year old Andre White Jr. Was killed inside a York movie theater Monday night. The male victim and a woman were rushed to the hospital at around 10 p.m. Shortly after police units arrived at the scene, White was pronounced dead at the hospital at 10:55 uh, p.m. While the female was treated for injuries. Um, the towns police, er, yeah, the towns police told the York Daily Record that the incident is not believed to be a random attempt at a mass casualty event, which is good um, in in one way, in another. Uh, you know, a movie theater should be a safe place.
2: Yeah.
0: Period. Um, you know, even though we have to leave late to, to go do what we need to do, to go home, um, you know, making bank drops or whatever, um, the like building...
1: Most of us have even started going to the bank
0: as soon as the deposits. Done, yeah, exactly. Of the end of the night. Exactly. And, you know, we have our phones on us at all times. I mean, it's to, bad
1: enough going at like 1130, but it's better than going at yeah. 130.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, it just... It, it is what it is, and so.
1: And we're lucky. Our our bank is in a well lit place, right across from a Walmart that's open twenty four seven. Right. Pretty much. I mean, it's literally like six blocks away from a police station. Like.
0: Yeah. Um, but no, this is, you know, this is on a Monday night. Um, it's crazy. You know, you usually hear about things like this happening during the busy time. You know, the most notorious one still Aurora, Colorado, during the Dark Knight Rises premiere. Yeah. Um, you know it's scary out there but
1: which I mean now however many years later they still when the Joker movie came out mm-hmm. still made a big deal about no no masks and yep. wanted extra I mean we have we have cops off-duty cops as yeah. security on Friday Center. It's anyway but they, they expanded it to Thursday night and Sunday night mm-hmm. and had them stay yeah. much later than they used to
0: right um, and you know I I rather do that Um, but yeah Regal Cinema is actually released a especially since
1: since we get along with most of the cops that are oh
0: absolutely Um, you know uh, but yeah like you know we we took all these precautions for one movie nothing came of it which I'm thankful for yeah Um, but you know this is this is just awful like I feel like you can't go and do anything anymore without yeah without some kind of insane event going on. Um, yeah, but I just, I wanted to bring it up just because, you know, like I said, it ties into what we do um, and I don't want people listening to be afraid to go to the movie theater. Again, it's a safe yeah. place. However, I'm going to give you guys some tips. Uh, you know, if you're in a theater and say you've got reserved seats and the person that's sitting in your seat doesn't want to move, come get a manager or if there's, you know, if, if you catch us on a, on a weekend night we'll take a cop with us if we have yeah. to, especially if you tell us they've been kind of belligerent.
1: Yeah. Um, don't start a fight with a customer.
0: No, it's not worth it. It's not worth, you know,
1: no, if someone's talking to you in the theater, by all means, turn around ask them to be quiet. Oh, absolutely. Or if they're in your seat, say, Hey, those are my yeah. seats, ask them to move. But if they're going to fight you back, yeah, and they're not going to, you know, be receptive to what you're asking. Don't start an argument in the theater. Don't start a fight in the theater. Go get a manager. Yeah. Go get someone that can help you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Like I said, if you're not comfortable... The, the thing is, is, like I said, you should come to the movie theater. You should feel safe. If you don't feel safe, we're not doing our jobs in some respects. Yeah. Um, and there are moments there we have to deal with customers. We don't feel safe. Unless
1: you don't feel safe because you're racist, in which case... Don't come to us. We're
0: not going to Right, right, right. In which... Yeah. Um, I'm, not,
1: I'm not going to kick out the two... Indian gentlemen because you think they're Middle East did them. you
0: did you share that story on this show? I don't know I don't think you have because I haven't heard that story in a minute. So story time so this was several
1: years ago because this is with our previous GM mm. um, he and I were actually in boxed together for some random reason and he sent me to go eat and mm-hmm. apparently while I was gone, a woman came up to him and said that there was two men in her theater. Okay, let me back up. So we used to, I haven't seen him in a while, but we used to have a a group of Indian men that Mm -hmm. would come to our theater pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, Varying degrees of English, but always had enough to get by. And if they knew that someone who didn't speak very good English was going to be with it, they always said something written out. Like, we knew them. We helped them all the time. They were nice guys. Yeah. That's it. So they come in and gotten tickets. I don't remember what movie it was, but it was on our biggest screen. And they showed up right before the trailers were going to start. Mm -hmm. Apparently they went in they sat down. One of them got a phone call. Yeah. So he stood up and walked out of the theater answering his phone. Mm -hmm. Like he should. To go out in the hallway and take his phone call. This woman... Had been in the theater, saw this happen, and she went up to the box office to the gym the at the time and basically told him that he needed to go kick them out because they were making her feel uncomfortable because she thought they were Middle Eastern and they were casing the theater. Wow. He flat out said, no, they're not Middle Eastern. In fact, they're Indian. Yeah. They're regulars. We know them. It's fine. Yeah. She threw a fit. demanded, So she goes back in to get her tickets. Mm -hmm. Well, she's gone. I come back from eating and he tells me nothing about what's going on. Just goes, okay, I'm going to go eat and leaves me alone. So this woman comes back. This woman comes back Mm -hmm. with her tickets to get a refund. I don't know what's going on. So I was just like, she just comes up and says, I need a refund. Like, Okay. yeah, Yeah. So I'm doing a refund and she just starts talking about why she wants her refund Mm -hmm. to which I just immediately shut down and I'm like, just take your money and go. Right. Like she legit got a refund and left because she thought these two Indian men were Middle Eastern men who were obviously terrorists because for no other, for no other reason than they had brown skin and he answered a phone call. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And she wanted us to kick them out over that.
0: Jeez. No. Yeah.
1: So she got a refund and left and her, I'm guessing son was literally hiding across the lobby until the very last minute. Like as soon as she hit the door, she turned around. And he like scurried out the door because he did not want to be seen with her because he was so embarrassed. Can you blame him? I don't blame him.
0: Yeah. Well, odds are she probably wouldn't cast me in a suit and anything either. So, Jeez. all right. So we're coming up on another break. When we come back, I've got a new game show to talk about with you that's coming to Disney Plus. We're also going to talk about Knives Out, which is the only new release that we've really seen.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then we've got a couple trailers to discuss, and I'm so excited about one of them. I got a tattoo for it today to mark the occasion. So we'll be right back. <music> Okay, so, uh, Tricia, so I found out something today. Disney Plus is doing a game show now to add to all of their silly things. Which
1: I saw a headline for and
0: didn't. Promptly ignored? I
1: don't remember. No. I see headlines and I don't have time to read them, so I intend to come back to them, and then I never see them again. So, story of my life.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to read you the official press release from StarWars.com. Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge to stream exclusively on Disney Plus. Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, an exciting new Disney Plus game show set in the galaxy far, far away, will test young contestants' abilities in the core Jedi principles of strength, knowledge, and bravery as they face thrilling and fun obstacles in an attempt to achieve the rank of Jedi Knight. From lightsabers to hyperspace, the Force and the Dark Side, Je- Jedi Temple Challenge transports viewers and contestants into the Star Wars galaxy like never before. The show is hosted by Ahmed Best, who will play a Jedi Master and mentor to the contestants. Known to many fans as Jar Jar Banks from the Star Wars prequels, Best's unique set of skills as an actor, dancer, martial arts expert, stomp musician, and Star Wars fan make him the perfect choice as the show's host and mentor. Oh
2: Best is. He was a stunt musician? I love Jar Jar Binks.
0: Oh, stop. He's one of the
2: best things that ever happened to Star
0: Wars. Best is joined by a hilarious humanoid droid companion voiced by Mary Holland from Veep and the Upright Citizens (laughs) Brigade Theater. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Crystal. Appreciate (laughs) it. Uh, He was a stunt
1: musician? I know, right? I didn't know that.
0: So, and I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's just a bunch yeah. of oh yeah yeah. It's
1: Legends of the Hidden Temple, but Star Wars.
0: That's exactly what it sounds like. Ryker, right no. no, get down off the other. No. Sorry guys, uh, we're cooking around here, and well, dogs. we don't have dogs. Yeah, so yeah, when I read it, that sounds to me like yeah Legends of the Hidden Temple, but Star Wars, but Star Wars. Yeah. All
1: right, thoughts? I mean, I'm down.
0: You're down. I just, I'm going to be pissed if I'm yelling at my TV about some dumb kid not being able to put together the shrine of the silver baby Yoda. Like, that will just upset me. But, beyond that... Why are you putting the head
1: on backwards? No, no, no! no.
0: Put the lightsaber hilt on this way!
1: Ah! He's facing away from you, not towards you! No, no, there's
0: a stormtrooper! There's a stormtrooper! Ah! Anyway, that is... I feel like I'm going to get just as frustrated. I'm going to love this, but I'm going to just as frustrating yep uh so here's here's the thing so which is
1: interesting since nickelodeon just signed a deal with netflix to it sounds like bring back some of their old content and create some new content potentially
0: yeah uh if they bring back legends of the hidden temple i will watch both of these and not give a shit about anything else yeah um but yeah i read that and i thought okay that could be kind of cool uh-huh. Um, and then I hear the the challenge music from the Temple Run from from Legends of the Hidden Temple just go through my head and I'm like okay I need a Star Wars version of that but Ahmed Best is getting to come back yeah. uh, as much as I don't really care for Jar Jar Binks um, I will say this Clone Wars has done a better job with him than what George Lucas did in the prequels um I am glad that they are bringing him back in the fold after I think the story broke last year, or the year before about uh, the issues he's had to deal with since then, not just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fan outrage from back in 99 and the early two thousands um, to his depression issues.
1: Did you ever watch the, the interview that Simon Pegg gave about his reaction to Jar Jar Binks and how much he regrets it? And-
0: yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I'm glad that, that, Disney is bringing him into the fold. Um, it kind of gives him a shot at—I re- say a shot at redemption. He did nothing wrong. No. he did nothing wrong. He did what was asked of him. Yes, um, and that's it. So, uh, but I am glad that he is—he's is willing to yeah. um, to come back and do this. And I think—I think this will actually be honestly a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Until I'm yelling about the, the him shrine and the Hayden Christians
1: venturing back into yeah the, the world of Star Wars
0: a bit. Yes, so, uh, so yeah, that's going to premiere at some point in 2020. So we have something to look forward to. Sounds kind of like fun. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a blast. So especially if it's what we think it is. So, um, you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on that and just see. Uh, this will be in addition to all of the other original content that we're getting. Although I think you and I are I talked to you briefly about this. Uh, I was talking with one of our other managers about it and how great of an idea I think it would be. Uh, but. Marvel is doing the What If series on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Uh, if yeah. Disney goes ahead and does a Star Wars version of that, like, you know, if Luke and Leia wound up in different places at the end of um, Revenge of the Sith
1: yeah,
0: and and kind of did all that. And then, of course, like I said, it wound up going goofy. Which, and I is, said,
1: which is funny given uh, the recent news of uh, Mark Hamill talking about how he always gave Carrie Fisher crap about well shouldn't I be royal and her always say no? Yes. Like, but you're a princess, princess. Lord Vader, Queen Amadella. How am I not how am I the only one that doesn't have a title?
0: <laughs> well he does now. He's Jedi Master. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. But you know, he had to earn it. Everybody else was just given theirs. Right.
1: Uh, Amadella was
0: elected. It's true. Because she was a queen and then she she became a senator. Which is kind of a step back, but kind of a step forward. Well, she said that Queen was an elected position, too. Yeah, which I always thought was weird. But And I'd love to know more about that How part that of Yeah, but here we are. Um, but yeah, no, poor Luke has to actually work and earn his title. Like, you know, you can run for office and become a queen or, or senator or whatever yeah. it is you're doing in the Star Wars universe. But you got to earn Jedi Master.
1: Leia was just handed to the right person and ended up a princess.
0: To be fair, to be fair... She did a lot of diplomatic work going into yes, A New Yes, but Hope.
1: she was still handed her title. I'm not I'm not, arguing I'm not that. saying that she, she, she yeah. deserved it. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm just saying. She was
1: handed her title. She was
0: handed her title, but she did a lot of work that, that came with it or that she set into motion herself. So, But, yeah, poor Luke, farm boy Luke, had to go and flat out just earn his title. So, uh, But, yeah, we'll be looking forward to that in 2020. I can't wait. But, uh, like I said, I wanted to see a what if, and then it started a whole thing about doing You know, well, what if Sean Connery played Obi-Wan Kenobi instead of uh, Alec Guinness? And I just, yes, just give me that now. So uh, I just, I I started texting Alex yesterday. Never
1: would have happened because Sean Connery said he never took roles that he didn't understand.
0: (laughs) Right. And then when he finally did. He passed on
1: the the Matrix because he didn't understand He passed on the Matrix. You think he understood Star Wars? Uh,
0: no. Because he definitely didn't understand League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but he finally said, I screwed up and I did that instead. And now I'm retired.
1: (laughs) I didn't think that movie was that bad,
0: but... I I thought it was fun. I also haven't watched it in 17 years, so...
1: I think I own it.
0: Do you? (laughs) We should get together, get drunk, and watch it, and then just record that.
1: I'm pretty sure I own it.
0: Okay. Alright. Well, anyway, so moving on. So... Uh, we've only seen one movie here in the last couple, or at least I've only seen one movie. I don't think we've seen anything else, but knives out mm-hmm. starring Daniel Craig Anna de Harmas, one Chris Evans, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's got a huge like cast. It. It's got a lot of people. It's got a great cast It's Ryan Johnson writing and directing. It is a straight up modern take on a Agatha Christie. Who done it? Yeah. Uh, I adored it. I thought it was just a blast from beginning to end. I'm I'm ready to go watch it again. Poor Crystal has not got to watch it yet, so we're gonna have to make time to go see it.
1: Especially since we have to figure out where (laughs) Joseph Gordon Levitt's audio cameo is.
0: Yes. It has to be a that I
1: didn't know about until afterwards. I wonder if he was the 911 operator.
0: Could have been. Okay. Well we won't yeah. So um, so yeah, so we watched it. I thought the performances were really great, even so, I, you know me, I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to southern accents uh-huh. in movies, um, uh-huh. more so than any other accent, uh, just because I grew up around him. Even though Daniel Craig's is kind of over the top and just straight up foghorn, home, leghorn, home, uh, as they keep mentioning throughout the movie. That's his character. It, it is his character. And there are southerners that are like that. I've seen them. I met them. I get it. Uh, CSI KFC yes
1: uh, I already thought that line was great in the trailer but then to actually see, see it, it, it in context was even better
0: uh, my favorite part was still the eat shit line that is still in yes. the trailer not that all the best tra- parts are in the trailer no. there are some great moments throughout um, and for a murder mystery I did not find it all that uh, predictable I know no. we've had some issues here lately with movies just being yeah. you know and, and when you watch so many like we do you start picking out the beats.
1: Yeah, and there was times that I like, I was like, "This is what happens," and then like it. There's a twist that you yeah. realize, okay, that couldn't be what happened. So right. this is probably what happened, and then something else happens, and right. you're just constantly yeah adjusting and trying to like figure out what's going on. Gotcha. They revealed a lot of information early that threw me.
0: They really did, but you start realizing, obviously, nobody's alive. So you're a kind of there like.
1: I know too much. There's got to be more to it. Because what you think you're figuring out, you see very early.
0: Yeah. And you're like, wait a
1: minute. What's happened? Like, you gave me what I thought was the whole story.
0: Yeah. You almost get to a point in watching the movie that early on where all this information is being revealed that you go, okay, I need to scrap everything I know and start over. Yeah. Uh, Which is great. Like a good murder mystery should be, keep you guessing the whole way through. And it does. Uh, you're never quite sure what's going to happen next. Um, I, genuinely funny. Yeah. The movie is genuinely funny. Uh, you know, between Daniel Craig's accent, which again is put on as part of it, like it's and it's it is over the top in some ways, but it it adds to the character. And I still believe that he is who he is, um, even if he is James Bond. But then you have Chris Evans, who just comes in acting like a royal dick bag the entire time. And then, yep. yeah, and it winds up shifting gears at one point. Yeah. And ju- it just goes back and forth. There was C-
1: one point I literally leaned over to you and I'm like, I want to believe him because he's Captain America. Right. But I don't.
0: Right. Um, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis is just phenomenal as just this headstrong, you know, woman yeah. of enterprise. Tony Collette was great as kind of an airhead. Uh, you know, I I heard about you yeah. from a tweet about a New Yorker article, you know. Uh Kind of way. Uh, but then Anna the DeArmas. wrote a tweet about a New Yorker article
1: about you. Yeah. Uh, but which, which Ryan Johnson had to yeah. make his own reference to on Twitter. Yes. The New Yorker wrote a review.
0: Yes. As he should. And I mean, there's a reason the movie's sitting at like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. It's it's genuinely good. But the true heart of the movie is Anna De Armas. Um yeah. she she was great like I genuinely felt genuine sympathy for her character throughout like I you, you find yourself rooting for her the whole time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um you know yep even if she is a suspect you're still going I want you to get out of this mess as yeah. cleanly as possible. So um yeah, it, it, the movie had a lot of heart, it had a lot of it had a lot of twists. It honestly it was the perfect movie for Thanksgiving weekend. For people that hate their damn families, let's be to put it that way. Like it was, it was perfect for that because yeah. like this family is completely dysfunctional. Yes. So I thought it was genuinely great. Now that being said, of the Ryan Johnson movies that you've seen, where do you rank it? Oh,
1: I don't know I've seen.
0: You've seen Brick.
1: I've seen Brick.
0: Uh, he did Looper, right? Yes. Okay, so you've seen Looper. Did you see The Brothers Bloom?
1: No.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna make you include The Last Jedi. Let me see. Brick, for this one. I feel
1: like I'm missing a very
0: obvious one. There, Yeah, I feel like there is too. Baby um, Drone? No, that was Edgar Wright. Yes. Yeah, okay. He doesn't have a great big filmography. Yeah, it's literally, yeah, Brothers Bloom Brick. Uh, he's got a movie called Evil Demon Golf Ball from Hell, which I think is probably just a <laughs> short movie. From uh, from his college days. And then he's got one. No, he's just a producer on this so one. Uh, so he's basically only,
1: Brick Looper and Knives Out.
0: So those are the three out of the yeah. five that, of his that you've seen. Um, Brothers Bloom is actually pretty good because it's got. Um, oh, who all's in that? Sorry. Uh, it's got Rachel Weiss, uh Adrian Brody, and Mark Ruffalo. Get a chance to check it out. It's good. Uh, it's kind of a caper because film. Three. I
1: think I put it at the top. Yeah? I think it's my
0: favorite. Over Looper and Brick?
1: Yeah. I know you're looking at me. No, I I'm just, I'm shocked. Me, I'm shocked. I'm shocked too, because you know how much I love Joseph Gordon. Love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to put it right there too. Um, just because it's been so long since I've seen Brick or Looper. Yeah. Um, I And I know, uh, and that's the thing, is they're all three so very different from each other. Yes. Uh, that it's hard to just rank them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like if I go back and watch the other two, I'll probably come out with a different answer. Looper's fantastic. Like it's one of the yes. best pieces of sci-fi I've seen in the past decade, if not longer. Yeah. Brick is just Brick is one of those movies like it was what I wanted to write when I was in high school. It was just no, it was just so smart and 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 well done that it's a film noir Set in a high school setting, like yeah. that is—that's what you dream of doing as a kid. You're like, I want somebody to write these characters like they're adults, and that's what he did. And yeah. it's, it's so smart. Um, but yeah, Knights Out was just so much fun to watch. It's like I said, they're all three really different movies, and even Last Jedi is totally different from everything else, and even including some of the Star Wars stuff. So he's proven though he can do big budget. He can do small budget. Yeah, you know, give this man money, let him do what he <laughs> wants to do. So. Um, and I know that's a controversial opinion amongst my fellow Star Wars fans. Get over yourselves. Yep. So,
1: it's not your franchise.
0: It's not. So, But if you get a chance, go check out Knives Out. Highly, highly, highly yes. recommend it. It's so much fun. Um, my mother-in-law actually felt it was kind of slow at the start. Oh, really? Yeah, to which I'm going, you and I haven't been agreeing on movies lately anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> You're wrong. It's okay. So... Yeah, it's uh, I'm going to put it go ahead and probably put it in the top five for the for the year by the year's end. Yeah. So for myself. So. Um, All right. So, yeah. So we saw Knives Out. Now, we had a couple trailers come out this week, too, that we're going to talk about. Uh, We'll start with Black Widow, uh, which is coming out next May. Uh Scarlett Johansson's reprising her role even after she died at the end of uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's going to be a pretty cool movie. It looks like it's set between Civil War and uh, Infinity War.
1: It's kind of the vibe I get, yeah.
0: Yeah. What initial thoughts? Looks good. Okay.
1: David Harbor looks fantastic.
0: Yes, even yeah. though he looks like shit.
1: But yeah, fantastic And the his character is going to be hilarious. I just sense not that he actually looks fantastic, right?
0: Uh, I think it's hilarious that he's playing a character named Alexei that's a Russian, after shitting all over a guy named Alexei that's been Russian. A season
1: of Stranger Things being mad at a Russian named Alexi. yes.
0: So you have become the thing that you hated most. Uh, no, I I watched it and I actually got serious Winter Soldier vibes off of it, to an extent.
2: Yeah, like it looks I like it's gonna,
0: it looks like it's going to be fun, but it still has that. Uh, probably not the. Political thriller that, or that a uh, Winter Soldier was. Yeah. But more along the spy thriller genre. Yeah. That you're gonna get that that movie still had aspects of. Um, no, I'm with you. I think I told you David Harper looks like he's just <laughs> having the time of his life, which is yes. which is refreshing because he definitely did not in Hellboy this year. Unfortunately, like he was fine in it, but I don't think he was having a good time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kind of curious to see what, what they're going to break out in this, though. Yeah. Um, and if they're setting up for a new a new Black Widow uh, with Florence Pugh, Pugh's character. Is that uh, how you pronounce it?
1: Pugh?
0: Pug? I it's Pugh. Pugh? I'm, I'm pronouncing it Pugh. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, I'm
1: not 100% on that. But I, I it's don't Pugh. know.
0: But she's really good. I'm actually excited for her in this just because she was great in um, fighting with my family earlier this year. And she's starting. Oh, yeah. to get, she's starting to get a lot of recognition for that, and of course for uh, Midsummer that came out earlier this year as well. Um, Which
1: I did not watch, but I, I heard didn't it. either. So we watched of, The Lighthouse. I heard all sorts of stories. We watched The Midsummer, Lighthouse. So I kind
0: of have to watch it, right? I feel like we need to sit down and watch it. You know, do a double feature of that, The Lighthouse, just so that way we can see weird shit happening. Um, yeah,
1: we might as well do. Um, what was the other one he did? Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, too. we
1: well, just need to do a double feature of Weird and do yeah. Hereditary and midsummer.
0: Yes, since we did the double feature of The Witch and The Lighthouse.
1: Yeah.
0: Still not going to get over Matt, uh, Mermaid vagina in that movie. So weird. So weird. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that comes out May 1st, 2020. I'm excited about it. Uh, there was another... We don't have the trailer for it yet, but we did get an official title on it. It's uh, Ghostbusters 3 is officially titled Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still waiting to see what that trailer looks like. They've said it'll be released sometime this week. I would imagine probably tomorrow or Friday. Um, I don't know that Afterlife. I, I f- kind of wonder if we're going to see any of the previous Ghostbusters as ghosts. Hmm. I know they joked about that with bill murray before in the past yeah. but since they have confirmed everybody still alive is coming back I, mm-hmm. except for i'm assuming rick moranis but i haven't heard one way or the other on him yeah. but sigourney weaver said she's back we just got confirmation a couple weeks ago bill murray's back
1: it would take a hell of a roll to get rick moranis to come out
0: of retirement yeah hours. so so um but yeah afterlife as a title i think is just kind of cool Ryder get down for a minute. um so let kind of curious to see see what we get shown when that trailer drops There's also a new Milan trailer dropping tomorrow that we're not going to get to discuss. But next time we do the show, we'll talk about it. Yes, Um, they released a new poster today, and it actually looks gorgeous. It's uh, her against kind of a snowy mountain backdrop. Nice. Yeah. So um, we'll talk about that on the next show. Yeah. However, uh, I teased it before we went into the break. So today, so so Monday, I come into work. They're building the standee for it. And the posters, well, the first set of posters show up. Yeah. Tuesday, they released the character posters for everybody in it. Today, We they tried to
1: elaborate Monday, Nikki was literally carrying around the, the no, Bond no. cutout. I,
0: was, I was building up to it. They finally released the trailer today for the 25th film in the Bond franchise, No Time to Die. <laughs> Trisha, this is after after Rise of Skywalker is done this month, after we get that out of our systems, I will be in full 007 mode from December 19th to April 8th, and that is it. Um, I got so, well, so we got that standee and got mm-hmm. it built up. I took a picture of it and actually sent it to a friend of mine uh, that I met through a James Bond Facebook group mm-hmm. and told him, I said, you will you can expect to see this in your local cinema in the next few days. Maybe. Maybe. And uh, he goes, oh sweet, he's you know. So we started talking about it, um, <laughs> to the point where he goes, so are you guys going to be getting it early? He lives up in Omaha, and I go. He goes, you guys, when do you get, when are you going to get to see it? And I said, well, let's see if it shows. Premieres on the eighth, which means we'll do sneaks on the. 7th, I'll probably watch it on the sixth or something. I don't know. And so he goes. So do you guys need quality control from you know the general public? I told, him, come on down, come on down, I'll get you. <laughs> so. So it's, but it's something that we've kind of bonded over over the years. So like every time there's a new one, we immediately message each other like, "Oh my yeah. god, did you see this? Um, I was so excited. I unintentionally planned this. So uh, today I went and got a new tattoo. You were there with me, yeah. Uh, and I'll actually post pictures on our on our Facebook page for it. But it is uh, the opening scene from Spectre, where uh, Bond and uh, the woman that's with him are at the Day of the Dead festival. Anyway, I, so when I planned the tattoo, I would originally planned it for yesterday, had to change it because of work schedule, got it scheduled, and then the next thing you know, as soon as I get the scheduling done, hey, by the way, new trailer is okay. going to be launching on, on Wednesday, December 4th, and I go, oh, well, I guess I'll be commemorating the event. So as I sit here and drink a Vesper Martini, initial thoughts on that, that new trailer? Looks
1: good. I don't know if from me. I don't get as excited about it as you do. Yeah. I enjoy them.
0: Okay nothing to take away from that okay you're just along for the ride at this point uh-huh. crystal texts me and asks, is that the same girl from the last one and i go yeah i say yeah they're tying up threads from from the last one so uh after watching it i thought rami Malik looked awesome as a bond villain yes. uh with the scarring on his face um i think he's i think he's gonna be great he looks like the kind of he looks like the kind of Bond villain that is a criminal mastermind of some sort, but isn't afraid to get his own hands dirty. Yeah. Uh, they revealed that we're getting Christoph Waltz back as Blofeld and kind of a uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter kind of role, it looks like. Yeah. Um, he also found out that apparently Bond's relationship with uh, uh, Leah Seydoux's character from the last movie is on the rocks or completely done and that she's got secrets to hide. I'm excited. Just give me the damn movie now. Just I need it. I need it. just liquefy it and inject it into my veins. I am ready. So, um yeah, so if you get the chance to check it out, look at the new trailer. Um, gosh, there's so much so much to talk about in there. The freaking Aston Martin with the new miniguns in the headlights. And then he and then he does the donuts to get all the bad guys. I'm like, "Yes!" Yes, this is what I live for when it comes to the Bond franchise. I am so excited. Um, But yeah, inadvertently, uh, you know, commemorated the event with a new Bond tattoo. So, um, however, before we close out the show, typically we try to tell you what we're drinking on on the show. At least once if we try, you know, if we can. Trish is is being a fuddy-duddy and having a peppermint mocha frappuccino. I can't blame her. It's that time of year. It's tasty. However.
1: People annoyed me today, so I
0: did something. (laughs) People annoyed me today, too. That's why I drink. They annoyed me last night and the night before and, like, five days before that. So, (laughs) anyway. I am drinking a Vesper Martini. I'm going to give you guys the recipe if you're listening so that you can make it at home. Uh, This is actually direct from the book and the film Casino Royale. I'm adjusting it so that way it's updated because certain products are actually uh, uh, discontinued. So you're going to need three measures or three ounces of Gordon's gin or whatever gin you prefer. One ounce of vodka. I tend to use Smirnoff, and then a half measure of Kina lalette or lalette Blanc. It's kind of a it's kind of a wine product. I don't know how to describe it, but you can find it. It's out there. Anyway, shaken very very cold. And served over, until it's ice cold. Like, that That has to be freezing in your hand, essentially. It's least hot to cold I get. And then poured, strained into a glass. It's supposed to be a champagne goblet. I'm actually drinking mine out of a margarita glass, because I'm classy, damn it. And then served with a large, thin slice of lemon peel. So, as we get closer to uh, the next Bond movie, there will be other things that we discuss. And probably drink in honor of it. So, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. So uh, if you guys want to check us out on Facebook, you can find us at my drunk movie theater on um, there on Twitter at drunk underscore theater. You can email us at my drunk movie theater at gmail.com. Um, and that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we'll figure out what we're talking about next time. Probably definitely going to be those ghostbusters trailers or the ghostbusters trailer and the Mulan trailer. Um, and we'll probably have something else to discuss too. Probably going to do our top five Christmas movies by the end of the month. I know. Do we need to make a 10? I could probably Maybe. do 10.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll start compiling with and we'll okay. discuss. We'll reevaluate. figure it out.
0: Wait. We'll figure it out. So um, I already know what's at the top of my list. Because I thought so. I was going
1: to need a top 10 baseball movies, and then I realized Didn't. I could do a five. So. Yeah.
0: So, all right, so that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Kyle Sutton.
1: I'm Trisha Campbell.
0: And be nice to your damn movie staff.